Val Verde. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Podcast episode 22. This is show 215. It's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50. Pretty awesome times. We've got an exciting show for you guys today. We're going to be rocking out and doing something special. This show we are going to be recording actually on a blab. Uh, so if you're hearing this and you don't know about blab yet, there's nothing we can do about it. But we'll be telling you in the future via social media when we are doing pyro podcast and showing blabs we're also doing um individual blabs here and there on a, a day-to-day basis me and mo will be doing one i believe it's 3 30 eastern time we're going to be talking about explosion players big biggest games of the season at all positions we're going to do a little bit of fantasy football and nfl trivia as well as usual i've got houdini to my left across my way I got Stag Party, Dogmatica to my right, I am D-Rex, we are Pyromaniac.com, and uh, wow, this is the last podcast we're going to be able to do for a while, where we actually have an NFL game following it, so we're excited to uh, do the do and get ready for this big game. How about this is the last of this season's podcast, so then we go into off-season podcast starting next week, so it'll be episode one next week of the off-season. Really? Is that how that works? I believe that's how it works. I, sometimes <laughs> I start with number four, and then I come back to number one, but I think we'll start with one this time. I usually start with taking a deuce and then go back to number one. Yeah, you, know, you got to start with what's important. <laughs> well, you got to make sure you're all cleaned out in order to get through it. I agree. That's how I started this podcast out. Oh, <laughs> Already talking about shit in the bed for Jer. <laughs> hey, you know. I'm not even going to get into number three. <laughs> shit. So, uh... So what are we talking about? I would like to talk about the craziest story I have heard all week. Have you guys heard about this John Elway story? Uh, uh, Darren Robell told it on the uh, on a couple radio stations and then wrote a piece for ESPN about it. So back when they were re- renegotiating one of uh, John Elway's contracts, like even during the NFL, he was one of the most successful businessmen out there. I think he made a big car dealership sale where he made nearly a hundred million dollars. 
But one of his biggest, maybe, gaffes of all time was basically uh, the Bolin family um, and the Denver Broncos, when they were renegotiating a contract with him, uh, they offered to sell him 10% of the Broncos for $15 million. And this was right after that sale where he made nearly $100 million on his car dealerships. And then also he had $21 million deferred in this contract. Uh, so, you know, with the 10% um, for $15 million they offered him part of the team, and then the to forgive the additional 21% that was sort of... $21 million. Uh, Twenty-one, yeah, twenty-one million that was uh, deferred on his contract. Uh, they would give him another ten percent, so that would have given him twenty percent of the Broncos for thirty-six million dollars. Uh, and they also offered him, hey, if you don't like this deal after five five years, we'll let you buy it back, or we'll buy it back from you for thirty-six million plus another five million on top plus three percent inflation rate. So, Holy cow. so even after that, that would have been like $51 million off of a five-year investment, you know, selling out. But currently that present-day stake is, you know, the team's valued just south of $2 billion. <laughs> um, so that would be like a $388 million sort of stake in the team. Is- and, that, and here's the even more interesting part. They offered him... Right at first refusal, if they tried to sell the team outside of the family, so he could have been, you know, the sole majority owner, eventually of the Denver Broncos. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like it was one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. So he turned down basically twenty percent of the Denver. What Broncos. year was this? Oh, he turned it down. Yes. Yeah, he turned it down. Yeah, this was when they like right after. Uh, the first Super Bowl going into the second. So we were allowed to back late, then late give a guy a contract where you get some of the team. I mean, how that's got to be so illegal by well, I no, mean, I mean because Jordan it, back this was in the defer- day, this when was he was deferred money, money off of his playing contract and so, his own cash outlet. Yeah, but still, think about think about in a, in a cat salary cap and small market era. LeBron, the owner, when LeBron left the first time for Miami, would have just been LeBron, stick around. I'll give you 10, 15% of this baby. Let's just stick around. We'll defer that payment. Like, there would just be, everyone would be an owner. Kobe well, would be an owner. But he was retired at the time when they offered him this. Yeah. No, he's saying. He say no, he still had his contract that they, were, that, that, they, that they owed him, that they had deferred money, but he was no longer playing it. But he was no longer no, playing This was after the first, first one before the second. Oh, the second. Oh, oh, my God. That's crazy. Wait a second. How's that? Uh, that, that doesn't sound legal. It, like Jordan would have been, they hey. would have just kept paying Jordan. And I'm, I'm just retelling the yeah, story. You can check it out. Twenty-five million. We're going to pay you for this one last season, Jordan. How about we give you ten percent of the Bulls? Yeah. I mean, um, he would have said yes in a yeah. heartbeat. That I cigar mean, finger would have oh healed up real quickly. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. <laughs> lock that shit up, boys. You lock it up, man. But he should have locked that deal up because it's worth. You know, how in the world, nearly four hundred million dollars? How in the world Elway could have missed the boat on that one is beyond me. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't interested in football. You know, he was he was always the kind of guy he's, that seemed like he was just going to be done when he was done. He's also a big drinker, big drinker. He might have been pretty drunk when that deal was thrown on the table. That guy. I mean, they say the stories that I hear. Elway might not Denver. remember the story. Larry Bird <laughs> and John Elway. Larry Bird he drinks a, a, a case of Miller Lights every like every day, and John Elway is a huge boozer. Like, so just, you're saying that the dog wants to hang out with Larry Bird is what you're saying? I 
Oh, yeah. If Elway accepted the contract, I think I would have gone and hung out with Elway first. I mean, but, I'm talking about the Miller Lights. Elway, yeah, well, <laughs> Elway's still doing all right, even though he's gotten caught up in some bad business deals here lately. Uh, his net worth's not, 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 not hurting too bad, so I'm not too worried about John or Larry or Michael. Michael's one of the best businessmen out there. Yeah. The first, uh, first or second, he's the first athlete billionaire ever, but uh, one of the few um, Ameri- U.S. black billionaires there are, so God bless him. Absolutely. MJ, such a cock, that guy. I love him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Biggest swinging dick in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why he's a billionaire. <laughs> I guess so. Well, for you guys that are on Blab, we're psyched that you joined in on us. This is our first ever one, so bear with us. We're, uh, we're, we do this podcast every week throughout the season, um, and the, our website's pyromaniac.com. We got Houdini, Stag Party's the one you can't see, I'm D-Rex, uh, Dogmatica, and we do a great fantasy football site. So if you don't know anything about pyromaniac.com and you love fantasy football, you love the NFL, and you love it year-round like we do, uh, check it out. Check out our podcast. Check out our content. Check out our draft kit. It's great stuff. But we'll be here on Blab. We're really excited to use this as a new outlet for us to do impromptu fantasy football uh, conversations and talks. Uh, We will on this show just kind of be giving it as a one way and there won't be really any communication uh, or any looks questions. Like, That's like Kania. Kania said, hey, hey Kania, what up, baby? He's saying we sound good, fellas, so thanks, because I was like, I have no idea if people can hear us right now. <laughs> so I appreciate that, but me, let, me and Mo are going to do one on Saturday, and we'll be fielding some questions, and as we get our kind of uh, groove here with uh, good old Blab, uh, we'll get better and better and open it up and do more discussions. And um, One of the big things I think we're excited to do in the off-season is uh, mock drafts where we can invite guys like you that are on there and to join us with mock drafts and a lot of really cool things that this Blab technology is going to open up for us and our content angle. Our topic today is pretty simple. We're talking about fantasy football, uh, uh, Super Bowl 50 at Levi Stadium. Obviously, we've got uh, the, the Denver Broncos playing the Carolina Panthers and their stats and all sorts of bets and all sorts of uh, great things. We'll talk about the football game. We'll talk about prop bets. We'll talk about the history of the uh, Super Bowl to some capacity. And we're just going to have a little free flow, fun conversation here uh, like we usually do. And we're going to throw back a few Valverdes. If you don't know, that's our term for a beer. Good times. Dogmatica's got his PBR action. I I fill it with Miller Lite. (laughs) <laughs> it's just for prestige. I'm drinking a nice uh, Avery uh, Brewing India Pale Ale today. I'm also going to run out of those pretty soon, so I'll be moving over to a, uh, a Two-Hearted. I'm doing the uh, Flying Fish Brewing Company's Redfish, a, uh, a hoppy red ale. Pretty damn good. And I've got one of these low-carb monster energy drinks. Nice. <laughs> but there's nothing low-energy about Stags when he's on the monster. True, so, true, true. So, and Daisy's in the background, so if you hear some rattling, uh, that's her. We just don't kick her out anymore because she gets really mad about it. Yeah. What up? Speaking of uh, blobs or blabs or blobs or whatever, you were supposed to have a date tonight, right? Or well, last night? Last night. Last night? What happened there? I don't know, bro. You canceled on me. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs over here sending me shit. Talking messages. <laughs> uh, you guys want to know a great story? Uh, it, it, the, the start was great. The ending wasn't too great. Met a uh, real cutie on Tinder, youngin. Not going to mention ages of me or her. Uh, beautiful, beautiful youngin. Took her to a concert on Tuesday night. We went and saw Kid Cudi. Had fun. Everything was ups and ups. Doing it, firing it up. All good. 
Uh, went to take a deuce, which is my good Tinder time. Checking it out. She untendered me. She must not have had that great of a time uh, upstairs in the bed with me. I was all psyched to take it to step two with another date. No so I didn't, it didn't I, pork her us, but uh, it got got. God, she has not. She had some nice action though. I, I think it was something that you said. You know how they say we only use ten percent of our brains. I think we only use ten percent of our hearts. Yeah, that's right. We only use ten percent of our hearts. <laughs> I was going to I was going to check it out, and then I, she was gone. I'm like, she did me dirty. Hey, could be worse. <laughs> Got, you got a little action out of it. <laughs> it definitely could have been worse than she was, but it could have been better. Did she leave your cab fare? <laughs> I got paid, paid for an Uber. So, Jesus. <laughs> Find yourself on in the Uber. Uh, well, let's talk some football. Where are you going to go and do dogmatics? Oh, you said the date. No, that I was just talking about Blobs, his, his supposed date. Oh, anyway, that's rude. Blabs, blob, whatever. Now, now I'm never going to get another date after she listens to this, you jag off. <laughs> greatest, greatest stat I've heard so far. For uh, I mean, what a way to go out! But you know that if Peyton wins this game, it'll be it'll be his 200th win mm-hmm. as a pro, and he'll be the only guy ever to have two, 200 wins. Yep. I mean, wow, what a way to go out! I think that the his players and his troops and the the team, I'm starting to feel pretty good. Uh, I was all I was all Panthers for everybody a while. has been, but I'm starting to think like just the, the the fairy tale. And if it was if it was anybody but Peyton, I mean, Peyton's probably. Top, you know, in our era, he's, he's one of the top core. He's, he's top. He's top, top three, five top player three, in the three league. To five of all time. Top five in, player. In terms of Doesn't court. matter what position. Just yeah. the, what the, the stats he's put up. The love affair. The way that people um, just admire that guy. Just the class he's done it. If he was to go out, win his second of three, I think Super Bowls. Four. That he's been four. Okay, be yeah, four. this will be his fourth. Um, and then win that two hundredth game. Man, that would be an epic way to go out. And, and an athlete like that, it seems like that's the way it happens. Yeah. I mean, to be quite honest, it really would be a fairy tale. It win 200th game, go out on top of all the major quarterback categories, the 50th Super Bowl. You know, I mean, that's just... It John Elway's but, team. John, he's, yeah. he's already rode off into the sunset once himself. Yeah. He was out of the league for a year, got banished for luck, to, you know, four years ago. And people didn't even know if he was going to play again. Uh, and then for this to happen, just epic stuff. And the way that the season unfolded for him this year. Now the ultimate fairy tale would be like if they win and Peyton throws for like 350 yards with like three or four touchdowns. He doesn't need to. Like, well, he's not going. To. If the Broncos win, <laughs> if the Broncos win in any way, like how are they not going to give the MVP to Peyton Manning? Like, it's just going to be one of the biggest bullshit awards. It's like. Oh, Peyton, here you go. Like, Demarius could take four screens to the house for touchdowns. See, the thing and is... And they'd, they'd give it to Peyton. Peyton's, <laughs> Peyton's classy enough to deny that. If they try to give it to him, I guarantee you he, he will... I don't think he can. He'll defer. <laughs> well, I mean, he'll defer. He'll say something along the lines of, I, hey, I, I, I appreciate it, whatever. This, maybe this is my last game, whatever. he maybe give a little spiel, but... This this other guy, these other guys deserve it. This has been uh, amazing. He's that type of guy. He's you can't classy. just give away an yeah, appeal. He won't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll go down the records as him getting it, but he'll talk about everybody else first. He, he hey, will all I care it. about is the betting action. Because after Cam Newton, Peyton Manning is number two in terms of prop bets for a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, you know, in the history, there's been like 27 quarterbacks in the NFL mm-hmm. who've been, you know, MVPs, or 27 times a quarterback has been named MVP of the game. Uh, and then just sort of after that, 
You know, it's 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 a mishmash. Uh, you know, different guys sort of seemingly all the time. You know, very few defenders, so that's not the greatest way to bet, but your odds there are, you know, pretty enticing. Well, what I like, though, too, is like you talk about the odds on, on winning the MVP, as we kind of bring in some of these. You have Luke Keekley is the third uh, on there, right, uh, at... Uh, uh, for the first defensive player behind Cam and Peyton, and then a few players behind him is Vaughn Miller. And I'm telling you, I know that you don't normally get a defensive MVP. I don't know when the last defensive MVP, MVP it was. was. Probably that Dallas guy, uh, not Woodson. No, it'd be the guy from Seattle, KJ Wright. KJ Wright. Yeah. Or no, no, that's wrong. That's, that's the wrong one. It's the wrong linebacker. Now plays on the uh, Oakland Raiders, yeah. uh, which he uh, Malcolm Smith. So it doesn't Sorry, happen very often. But I have <laughs> okay. a feeling that if Denver wins, it, it's going to be you know it, will it go to Peyton? Maybe that's one of the things that will sway. But it could it be the play up front of a of a Von Miller or or uh, aware that ends up oh, stealing the those show. guys are going to need to play great. Yeah, so they, absolutely. They're going to need extra extra dosage of the steroids. Whatever whatever Von was taking in that Patriots game, he needs to double it up because this uh, Cam's a different type of guy, and he's going to be. I don't know. Vaughn is just a beast. Dude. I I almost I'm put, I'll put my money on him being the MVP right now. That guy's just too good. That line you guys came up with in the podcast a couple weeks ago. All I need is one second. I mean that is so legit, dude. It is. He's right. the number two pick behind Cam Newton. Sir, also. When you get Miller and Ware on opposite sides coming at you, I, I just don't know how you could do anything against it. Cam is the only guy I could think who could maybe do something against it because he's got the mobility to do it. But I think those guys would put it to Russell Wilson at this point. I think those guys, it's just, the fact of the matter is they have the best secondary in the freaking league. Mm -hmm. I mean, those guys, you could buy time, but only for so long. And I hate to say it, those guys can cover for five, six seconds if they want out there. The only thing that I saw in that Patriots game while I was watching it, real time, and we saw it on a couple of plays where Brady actually took off and ran on that one where he picked up that first down and got nailed out. Because these guys do come out on the edge, and because you got your wide receivers split out, and they do have the best secondary ever, but there are these lanes right up the middle. Cam Newton grabbing the ball and just grabbing it and running. I mean, it's literally, obviously they're going to play to that, but then if they do do that, then he's going to have more time back there. You can't have it all. You no, know, and, you can't. You can't have it all. So, and Cam is the one guy that's different than any other quarterback in the league. He's the only guy because of his size that runs inside. So, if you do want to try to force everything away, and then you open up that middle of the field, you're you're kind of asking for trouble because he has no fear of running inside the tackles. Listen, the Denver linebackers are just fine. The thing is, is that they didn't need to put a shadow on Brady. That's why he had the time. Okay, that, to, to be able to run to the outside and get that ele- that one eleven yard gain is basically what you're talking about, which is the longest part of the game. But I'm for the saying, whole but I saw it all game. Like, take it, run it, run it. Just I, I, I know there was they're going to put a shadow. They're going to put a shadow on you, and they can afford to because the receivers on the on the Panthers aren't going to be that tough to cover. Hate to say it, but with that uh, that secondary and those safeties and everything, it's just not going to be that much of a problem. So they'll put a, a linebacker shadow on the guy, and I don't think it'll be. As you know, important as open as you saw in that Patriots game. Well, I was listening to uh, Matt Bowen was breaking down the game. This guy is fantastic. If you know, Matt Bowen, also a former Iowa player, but is one of the best at breaking Boo. down the film. Yeah, the way he said he's uh, a loser. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> uh, he is. He said the way that they're going to have to try to defend Cam is that you're going to have to have basically play like a five six. 
So you're going to have five guys that are exactly. always going to be kind of up there, and then you're going to have to trust your linebackers and trust your, your secondary to cover that back end. But you're going to have to – you're not going to be able to do what they were doing with Tom Brady, where sometimes they're rushing three or just rushing four. You're going to kind of need to get, have the five and then say, okay, you're going to break down that first level. Now you're going to have to get the second level and third level. And they have plenty of talent at, at, at on, the, on the Denver side of the ball at, at the linebacker and cornerback and safety secondary they have, position. They have talent everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned Derek Wolf up the middle. Yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned, you know, Brandon Marshall, the other one, or Danny Trevathan. Trevathan, who's right, supposedly going to come to the Bears, yeah, by the way. D- let's not get our hopes well, up on that. Let's not get our hopes uh, up on that. And then we're, talk, we're talking about how these corners... <laughs> let's get our hopes up. I, I had to throw it out there, you know. We're, we're talking about the corners. I mean, look at how these guys match up. I mean, they've got Chris Harris Jr. for the speed guy and Ted Ginn. Mm-hmm. You've got Aqib Tlaib to either play on, you know, Greg, Greg Olson sometimes, the fat guy Devin Funches sometimes... Uh, and then you've got you know Bradley Roby, who should be able to do just fine against a Philly Brown, and they're four, former college teammates. Yeah. You don't think he's seen him run a route or two? Seriously. It's, it, it, the thing is, is that I, if Denver really wants to, and I don't think it would be that big of a problem if they really wanted to do it, they can rush three and a half to four if they wanted to, and they'll get in there. You think Miller and Ware aren't going to get in there? If they want to defend, you know, the backside of things, fine. That's that's great. It's only rush three or four, and that, they'll get to camp. I don't think they want to. I think they just need to be true to their rush lanes. So these defensive ends can't get too wide, and then these guys up front. I, I don't know how much you know pass rush is going to actually come from the interior, or whether they're just going to do that stand up and sort of shadow technique, and not like Cam, you know, get out and get oh, wide, God. and then you've got yes. over the, over the, over the. You loved Brad. I loved Brad. <laughs> what are you? By the way, uh, worst no. commercial ever. What the one that's playing right here. Like, what are you? Yeah. Brad, shove it up your ass. What do you got playing over here? I don't know. <laughs> but you want a vignette story? One time I walked into the office, obviously didn't shut the window on good old red tube, <laughs> opened it up. <laughs> ah, ah, like, what up? I was doing a little R and D. Oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Literally Is happened this last today? year. No, it happened. But I was think I, I get nervous now. I don't make the mistake. I closed the window on top of it, but one time I was like, eh, eh. I'm like, no, oh my god. What were they like anyway? They look pretty good. Are they real? Are they built for speed or for comfort? What'd you do with them? Motorboat? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. Where is she? She's still in the house. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you, you, wonder, you wonder why Tinder, Tinder girl left. <laughs> yeah. Open the computer. Oh, oh! Well, we, we have a girl working at the office now, so it would have been much worse if it wasn't five dudes. At least now I'm like, what up, dudes? Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while. It's been a rough month. But now it'd be like, uh, maybe a lawsuit. Well, I guess I got fired today. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. I don't think I came in for like two days after that. Like, I'm sick. I'm, uh, got an actor's appointment. <laughs> Um, pretty awesome stuff. So, quick little stats, Super Bowl action. What do you guys think? What's, what's the numbers? Does the opening toin- coin toss help at all in uh, the outcome of who wins the Super Bowl, you think? No. 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 As a matter of fact, it wouldn't shock me if, well, I mean, didn't somebody do the opposite of what you normally do last game, uh, last week or two weeks ago, I should say now? Somebody, they won the toss, and they said they'll receive. I think it was the Patriots, maybe. 
But that was that was the overtime game where they were where yeah where they said the Jets we defer. Game. No, there was a there was no, a time no. in the beginning where they said I think it was the beginning of the game where they said uh, we'll receive and they received instead of deferring like they normally do. Yeah. Uh, and most uh, every team defers nowadays so they can get the ball at the beginning of the second half. I think the Patriots wanted to score immediately. Do you know the real reason why teams defer? Like, because there are some coaches, depending on the level, that are stupid enough. Because deferring means, hey, we're going to give them the choice now. Or they could, you know, basically make a choice later. So, say you defer and then they don't take the ball. Yeah, you get the ball both halves. Interesting. (laughs) I mean, nobody in the NFL is stupid enough to actually do that. And if should, you should be fired on the spot. Dave wants that. But, Dave really wants that. I'm going to say, might have been stupid enough to do that. Maybe. We were one play away. How about Rich Kotite? I, I can think of a lot of coaches that would be stupid enough to, do, to have done it's that. It's happened quite a few though. times uh, in high school games. I think once or twice on the college level. So it's, I suppose it's possible. Wow, I didn't realize that you. you get that's the why you defer. It's fifty-fifty though. The coin toss, half and half. There's no. It doesn't help you at all. Um, God, do you remember? Do you remember that Bears one? Manning's one victory Hester. when he was Hester opening. Oh my God, do you guys remember that? Oh, it's ridiculous. As a matter of fact, I call it. I, call it, I, I was. I remember being at the Corcoran's. That was one of the memories I have of when the you know the Super Bowl great memories that we were going to talk about. I was sitting there, and everybody's like calling, who's going to get the first touchdown? Who's going to get first Everybody's throwing all these names. I said, you watch Hester right now. Kickoff, literally within two minutes of me saying it, gone, done. That was it. <laughs> Everybody throwing out all these names, arguments back and forth. Who's going to happen? Like, nope, Hester right now. There's no- the guy was so sick to watch it right at that time. Too. Yeah. That was the prime of his career. Right. Oh, my God. He There's literally no- brought those motherfuckers to the Super Bowl. He did. On his and back. Yeah. And then he opened. First thing, he returns it. There's been a lot of moments in Chicago. Huge sports moments. Blackhawks winning the championship. Jordan's championships. White Sox. White Sox. I don't know how much. That was a dull roar. Um, (laughs) Screw you. You You're wearing a fucking Mets hat. That's right. It's the National League team. I actually wore this in Wrigley Field when uh, Glavin won his 300th game with the Mets against the Cubs. Nice. But I would say that that Hester touchdown... A collective roar that happened in Chicago that you could oh God, yeah. you could hear from fifty miles away. We're just like the whole city for a whole run back. It's like, ah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know about you. After it happened, I had like a, a sinking feeling that I'm like, that was great. But did we just expend everything? And we pretty much did. We did. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> the, was it. One of the guys that I was with, I, I might have told the story on the show recently. If, if so, so be it. If this was not. Uh, one of the guys was with uh, tore his ACL celebrating on that play. <laughs> Next time I saw him, he was in, he was like, "Well, oh, I really hurt my knee." Next time I saw him, he was like in crutch and like, "Yeah, I had surgery." Tore an ACL on the Hester return. Unbelievable! Big, great athlete. He was a great athlete. <laughs> <laughs> he was a kicker. So great yeah, athlete. Right. Was he a Gramatica? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Gramatica. Well, let's talk Val. about. Let's talk about Valverde. Valverde. Jeremy tried to seduce me. Fuck. <laughs> I want my painting back. The painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> I wish we had Todd. I wish we had a Todd. It's my middle name. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
That's hilarious. Um, let's talk about which team you guys want to go in and, and cover a little bit first. Well, I wasn't here for the last podcast. I do want to mention real quick. <laughs> he already mentioned I, this shit. Did when I mention we were recording? Yeah. When we weren't recording, oh, he just okay. threw do it, it right no, out. No, let's do it. No, I, no, I, was, I was the only one who called Panthers Broncos Super Bowl. Everybody else had something else. I'm just throwing it out there. Nice yeah. work. You did a great job on Fantasy Pros the previous four calls. <laughs> <laughs> the one time we don't throw in our playoff call, we're totally right. Dog, I was like, Dog, you got this one going? He's like, yeah, should I just... Pick who I'm going to pick. I'm like, yeah, sure, you know. It's your thing. You do it. But t- two days later, I text him, like, who'd you pick? He's like, I picked my guys. So we didn't do too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so finally in the conference one, we're like, let's let's screw it. We're not doing so hot. Let's bail. Yeah, I would have nailed it. <laughs> uh, but it's, it, you know, it's super exciting to have. Uh, it's the biggest event in sports by far. More people attend these games, watch these games, the amount of money that's going on. I mean... Let's be honest, all four of us are going to be getting up real early, almost like Christmas on Sunday, doing a little bit of pyro love, uh, probably minimally over social media, but then we're going to start drinking, we're going to be all turned up by the time that kickoff happens, eating our faces off a lot. What day do you eat more wings than NFL Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday? None. Uh, I just can't wait to the hangover on Monday. The real question is, why haven't they fucking moved this game to Saturday? I know, really? So we could just get blackout, belligerently fucking drunk. Good, good point. <laughs> I, I mean, the game doesn't... St- the game's not even over until like 10.30 now. And, you know, you want to be out with your friends, but it's like, guys, it's 10.30. I gotta, I gotta get up for fucking work in the morning. Oh, no. like, there would be no definitive day of the year that they could say that has the most people taking off of work. Can you name any other day that's even close to the money? The closest one would be, uh, or at least less least productive day of work, is the first two days of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I can see that. I, yeah, I, that I Thursday, agree with you. That Thursday, but Friday, pretty... everybody takes off Super Bowl Monday. Like, yeah. I don't know why I don't. <laughs> like, oh my God. Some like, of the holidays we celebrate, that should be a holiday. It yeah. really should. Basically. Or just move it to Saturday, just so I'm able to do what I want to do. I want to stay out. Two hours after the Super Bowl, getting weird. Well, and the other thing too is, <laughs> you're always weird. But uh, it, the other fact is why it, it's it should be a national holiday because it's not just guys that are watching the Super Bowl. Everybody watches. You you have parties where it's just it's it's huge fiestas with everybody. So you know, it's just and everyone watches simply for the commercials, which are already which are coming out early from what I hear nowadays. Yeah, you have to avoid them all the time. You don't 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 ruin it by. Uh, Depends on what type of a, of a party you're going to. Are you having the party where people are actually really watching the game, or there's more people watching the commercials? I've been at both, where you're at the game, uh, like I'm trying to watch the game, and then it's like the, the game goes to commercial, and everyone goes, "Hey, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up!" I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, I, I hear that the commercials come out early. Like Skittles just put out a commercial that was supposed to be their Super Bowl commercial, but they decided to do it early, first time ever that they actually hired a uh, a star of any Steven Tyler. And they did a, a Skittles commercial that's supposedly pretty funny. I haven't seen it yet. But who, who throws out commercials early when it's supposed to be the Super Bowl commercial? That just doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, it's going to be a year-round thing, and it's not going to be funny at all anymore. They must have blew their rainbow load early. Oh, boy. <laughs> rainbow <laughs> load. Blowing the rainbow. 
I do like I do like the one with the, chick, the ring, real, uh, Skittles chicken pox. That was pretty awesome. Uh, I don't think so. They need to get that guy and discount double check dude from the State Farm commercials. They need to get those two guys. And the guy that uh, kissed the, uh, the supermodel uh, uh, was that last year or two years ago on the Super Bowl? The real pasty white guy that. Uh, and and also who's the guy at FSU? Uh, red uh, Red Lightning. The yeah, ball boy. Red Lightning. They just need a commercial of all these big kind of portly redheaded dudes with real pasty skin. All eating, all eating. Uh, and then a cameo by Andy Dalton. Oh, oh, too easy. Uh, a redheaded hair product show. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me show you how I do this. It got me all the bitches this year. <laughs> Fair enough. By the way, Stag Party is wearing a Superman T-shirt. Nice. I asked him if he was. It was in honor of uh, Cam Newton. He said. I don't, I don't think that far ahead. Uh, so, understood. I just found something on my floor and decided to put it on. Life <laughs> uh, uh, uh. of a bachelor. <laughs> I got a prop bet for you. If somebody on the Panthers besides Cam Newton wins the MVP, let's say the Panthers win the Super Bowl, what are the odds that Cam comes out there, throws him off the stage and says, I win? <laughs> Rips off Pulls the Pulls the Kanye? I'm, hey, I'm sorry, Greg Olson, but uh, yeah. I should have won. <laughs> yeah. I get your own fucking tube. Tub, whatever. Well, I I think Cam doesn't give a shit about that, but what he might do is he might give the, he might take the award out of somebody's hands and hand it to some eight-year-old in the stands in the first row. <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a shape like a ball, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have a band? Good or bad? Who gives a shit? It's a great band. It's a bad band. It's like pizza, baby. It's good no matter if there's music in the air. Uh, How do you feel about Coldplay, as 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 they say, about a band? I I, I don't think about Coldplay. To be honest, you You can call me gay. Yeah, you can call me gay. We can do all these Judd Apatow lines. Coldplay, I don't hate them all that much. I just don't hate them. Their <laughs> last, endorsement. I don't hate them all that much. Their last two albums, I've seen them live. I saw them real up close sometimes. Great show, good performer. Their last couple albums are shite and very contrived. But overall, I'm going to say their first four albums, some pretty good music. Were you and Envy holding hands at the concert? Or? I, no, but I, I got lucky. We bought tickets. We didn't have tickets. We went to Alpine Valley. We, I went with a buddy. We bought the tickets there. The guy's like, these seats are really good. We're like, yeah, right, buddy. Sure. He's like, how much? So we spent a lot of money, but we're like, fuck it. It was late, We and we went to the show. We kept walking forward. We were like, okay. We were looking. This guy was lying. Like, how did we get the best the scalper that literally, we had like third row. I was like, by the day, we sat down. We're like, holy Christ. Then I realized I was sort of gay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I would have been like, God, third row from the back would have been fine with me. Jesus, the earth. Quick exit. Oh, boy. That, <laughs> that's what I will be doing during the, the halftime show is taking a quick exit out somewhere else that doesn't involve the halftime show. Is that, where, is that when you smoke yeah. your weed in the alleyway? I wish. <laughs> Ranking endorsement there, but... Uh, Poke a tube you're, in your monster. Wait, there's going to be a lot of dank and dunks. You're not going to be danking and dunking yourself? Probably yeah, not. Day, Ricky's, at least. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, here, here's here's what I'll ask. Just go around. We'll, who do you think is going to win the game? I'm still, I'm still back in the Panthers. Who do you think is going to win the game? I guess I'm the Panthers as well. Who do you think is going to win the game? Broncos, period. Ooh. I'm still on the Panthers... But I think I hope it's a great game. That's all I really care about. I want Cam to win one. I'd li- Either way, I'm happy. But the one thing that the ELO stat, I posted this on Facebook.com. Electric Light Orchestra? Yes. They did a great I'll tell you once more before we get on the floor. 
Don't bring me down, down. Um, but the ELO stat um, projection or whatever it's called, it's an old chest. blew Stag's mind, by the way. He ripped his shirt off. It was, it was unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's like this uh, thing that they have on ESPN. Nate Silver's uh, promoted it and does it. And they basically have gone back and used this for every game ever. But they basically have called this season every game. And they have, I think, Carolina Panthers with a... Uh, a 58 or a 68 percent chance to win the game. That's a big that's, difference, by the way. I, I know. Or 68. I, I, I know. I know. It is. When you guys pull it up, I, I just all my computers. It's still are a being big used. swing, swing in but the they have, And it's not spread based. It's not any of that. It's just flat out the win. Who's going to win or win this game? So I, I think it might be six. I think it's 68. Um, anyway. Well, I mean, it's cool stack. Go back and check that out. You can get lost in a half a day. They tell you how they come up with it. They tell you where it came from. They've done it for every like NBA game ever and every NFL game ever. And it's like this stat that you can go back and, and, and use the... Uh, 59-41 on the Super Bowl. Carolina favored. 59, okay. Yes, uh, sir. But I guess they, they called every game right in the playoffs so far. Okay, this, well, this well, what's the age-old age old adage? Defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, how many running quarterbacks have actually won? Yes, Russell Wilson won once, but re- was it really Russell Wilson who won that one? I'd say it was the Seahawks defense that actually won that one. But the Panthers are no, no slouch. They're no yeah, slouch. They got a great defense, too. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about like best defense in the league compared to eighth best. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? But again, again, let's go back to when we were talking about the, the week before. We were talking about New England versus Denver. And I said, what are the odds that, that Denver's going to blow out New England? That wasn't going to happen. The no. road for them to win was going to be slogging out exactly the way that they did it. You know, using the running game and being able to, to, to do that. That's what they're going to need to do again this week. They're going to need to be able to run against the Panther defense, which that Panther defense is a tough defense to try sure. to run against. Absolutely. So, but you got Davis with a broken arm. Which, uh, or a He's gonna form. play, and, and you got and you got broken footed. Uh, uh, Jared Allen's gonna play too. Yeah. Um, you know I, the Thomas Davis one is amazing to me. You know, he's 100 percent participation in practice. Yeah. With the, with the, I mean, he may end up. Uh, you know, I heard, I heard a quote today. He may end up looking like Carl Weathers uh, at uh, in Predator by the time it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rawls, get to the chopper. <laughs> Snap that! How many pins are holding his arm together? I mean, come on! But, <laughs> but wouldn't you do the same thing? I mean, come on! Sure, it's, it's what you play for. What you play for. But I mean, I'm just telling you. I, I look at it. I'm not convinced because again, why I can't back Denver is even though C.J. Anderson has been playing better as of late, they don't have any running backs there that do any type of scary damage for what. The, the type of defense that, that uh, uh, Carolina brings to the table. I mean, no one talks about their defensive line, and you got uh, Short in the middle, and you got, you got these guys are just as fierce and, and dominating, and linebacker play is just as good, as not, if not as good, and you got Josh Norman. I know you don't have anybody else of real significance outside of Josh Norman, but uh, what, Rolando McLean or whatever, but but come on. I mean, this is a, this is one hell of a defense. It is. It, it, it's the defense. I'm not, I don't want to knock Carolina's defense. They played awesome against Carlos. Then again, it was Carson Palmer, who is notorious for just playoff failures. Absolute failures. And he showed it, playing it. So, I mean, he was just, he was way off. Everything, every part of his game was off in that game. I mean, from the outset, too. It wasn't even something like, 
uh, something bad happened and it gradually grew. It was just, a, a, from the outset, he was awful. And uh, you got to give credit, of course, to Carolina. But they had players who went out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even when Davis, at the second, by the way, the second that happened with Davis, you knew that forearm was broken. I mean, I said it to the guy, I'm like, dude, that arm is done. And you can almost see it, like, crack, you know, when the helmet hits him and he goes, because who was it? It was uh, a tight end. It was uh, Fels yeah. who went up. On him, and I'm sorry, but Fells is six seven or six eight or whatever, and he's already two eighty, coming full steam at you, and he goes up to try and like almost get over you, straight into the forearm, crushed it against his body. That was broken immediately. Well, I'll tell you this. Here's the one thing that I would say, working against Carolina in this, is that their road to the Super Bowl has not been challenged. Right? They yeah. have not been in a real game in their two playoff games. So yeah. this is one of those things that now you know because Arizona's defense did nothing to do anything to slow down uh, Cam Newton and that offense. And this Denver defense will. So Cam is going to have to earn it against this defense. There's not going to be just like easy scores and just, oh, it's no problem, we're just going to roll on them. This is not the the uh, the Denver Broncos that lost 55-10 to 10 in the Super Bowl. You know, no, this, this, is, this is a hell of a defense on their own. So I'll tell you this, that's where it's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see what Carolina does when they face adversity. Because they are going to face adversity in this game, and especially probably early on. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the fact that matters, Atlanta beat them. If Atlanta could beat Carolina, Denver can beat them. Plain and simple. The Chicago Bears nearly beat the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I, I, that's not what I'm using here. Is, you know, the base. I was at that game. Yeah. Who was the quarterback in that game? Brock, the better quarterback of the Denver Broncos currently. And <laughs> year one, the one who probably would have lost in the first playoff game. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, let's just, who can throw the ball better? <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes what you got upstairs is a little, a little bit more important than what you got right next to your shoulder there. We'll, well see. Look, here's the other thing, though, that's going to be key. Because with Peyton's arm strength being the question... How many, how many shots are they going to take over the top? What they're really going to want to do is to, is to throw those across-the-middle passes. And is Demarius Thomas going to have flashbacks to Seattle when he got smoked going across the middle at the beginning of that game in the Super Bowl? That's you know, because Demarius has not been Demarius-like uh, in his last couple of He's hours. soft. Yeah. Drop, big dropper. We, we talked about the stat before uh, the game a couple weeks ago. He had 23 drop passes this season. Demarius, yeah, it's, it's before before that uh, championship game uh, a couple weeks ago. Larry Fitz had twenty four drops on his career. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of unreal. <laughs> That's insane. You know who the difference maker is going to be for the Broncos? It's going to be your boy Vernon Davis. God. What? Then, then I'm just what? making a joke. <laughs> making a joke. <laughs> if I, if he, they need a big play from a guy like that. To be honest, maybe Norwood, Benny he, Fowler, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Fowler. I yeah. yeah, Fowler. Fowler is a good call. Um, it could be Cody Latimer, the guy who thought everybody, you know, everybody thought was going to do something this year. It could be any of those guys. It's Owen Daniels. <laughs> Cody Latimer. Hey, Daniels is the one who took him there last week. I know. Got, got a couple last week. What was it? 15 miles per hour speed, was it? 15.3? 15.3 miles per hour. Slower than both Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, because we are in Chicago and our coach is John Fox... The coaching staff of this game, both were hired after Fox was fired. Fox got fired right. by uh, the Panthers and replaced by Riverbell Ron. And the same goes for Kubiak and uh, the Broncos. So it's always great to be stuck with the guy that uh, gets fired. And 
It's kind of like every girlfriend I have. Basically, literally, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going back to when I was even young. They get married after. Right that. after, yeah. It's literally like I'm like on like seven serious girlfriends where like one of them was even like 23. It's like she was married at 23. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I thought you said then they go lesbian. Yeah. I've had one of those. Well, the, or go, you'll get they got, that. No, they usually, they usually, they usually go black and never go back. Hey, well, oh. hey. can't they? They, they, need, they need that. They need that. They need that. They need a little more than the thimble, buddy. You better yeah. lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. <laughs> I've locked up my my red tube, shutting down the browser game. I'll tell you that. Ever since, <laughs> that's one thing I locked up. Wow. God bless. So, All right, one more stat. Peyton Manning, you know, we just give you, you know, we, you're running out of time to love this guy. Only guy, only player ever to bring uh, two different teams multiple times to the Super Bowl. Nice. That's, yeah. a, that's a dope that's one. A good so. one. Just wait until he brings the LA Rams to the Super Bowl next season. <laughs> Unbelievable. How about that fucking rumor? Like, yeah. if I'm Peyton, like, if I have a choice between the LA Rams and anything else, I'm going to do anything else. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sling fucking pizzas out of my Papa John shacks. Like, Cronky's <laughs> out there. He's like, Peyton, I'll give you five percent of the franchise. I, if 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 he gets, I a, would take that with the way that million thing's gonna go on. If Absolutely. he gets a if he gets a John Elway type deal, he better take it. <laughs> he may end up owing money, knowing the Rams franchise. Uh, I, I, you know what? I think this is it for him. This this will be the last game, no matter what. I don't think he has. that Rams rumor is purely rumor. It's. Fun to think about, but that that's just not going to happen. That would be pure. You Could know, you imagine for, for, for the Jeff pod. Fisher and Peyton Manning together on the same team oh after how he owned them for how long? Oh. <laughs> uh, over a decade. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Fourteen years, I think he owned them. In the, in I wonder the, what division. his career record versus Jeff Fisher is. <laughs> it's got to be pretty good. Well, you think about it too, though. If Peyton wanted to elongate his career for one more year. There would be worse teams to go to because at least there he doesn't have to throw the ball, just hand the ball to Gurley. That's true. And then let the defense win you games because yeah. they can't. And he just can't throw 17 interceptions again. Well, that would probably happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> win or lose, I mean, if he does it over a full 16 game season, eh, live with it. You know, you've lived with worse. I mean, Brett Favre was out there throwing 17 interceptions with the Vikings for a while. Yeah, that's true. I'll tell you something else that's going to be lacking from the Super Bowl, though, is the Peyton Manning Nationwide commercial, which is not going to be happening. Why? Because <laughs> Nationwide... Oh, they're not doing They're not doing a commercial at all during the Super Bowl after their disaster of a commercial last year. They would year. not allow them to do one. What was the disaster? It was one with, like, there was, like, a kid who was talking about all the things that was going to happen in his life. And then, oh, except I'm dead. Oh, thanks. Oh, bring the right. cheer. Bring the oh, cheer on the God. Super Bowl. Way to go, Nationwide. Uh, wow. And they've got Idiots. their head spokesperson playing, playing the, game. In the game. And you've got no ad out there. That's not very good for your business model. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. So let's just get back to football let's a little talk bit to here. Football. Uh, just. Comparing the running games, do you like the combination of C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman more? Or do you like the four-pack? Might only get a three-pack of the Jonathan Stewart, Fozzie Whitaker, Mike Tolbert, and Cameron Artis Payne. Which sort of... Artis Payne won't be active. I I know, he wasn't active last time. But, hey, I think he's a a better running back this time than Fozzie. But 
Fozzie gets a couple third down series here and there. He gets like five. Fozzie gets special teams. And, and special teams, he's much better. But know. don't you have to throw Cam into that running game for Carolina as well? Of course. No, I don't. I, I don't think they're going to let him. I think they're going to make him beat him with his arm. Like, prove it. Like, I think so that's I, what you have to do. I mean, that's what the last couple teams have done. What do you have, 11 rushes for four yards in that in that first playoff game or something? Uh, it's, I mean, and he has been proving it with his arm. You know, he's been doing just fine uh, with his arm, but he's been able to get time, and he's not going to be able to get time against this Denver squad. I mean, and speaking of time, his average time to throw this season was 2.81 seconds, uh, and the average time it took, you know, for opposing quarterbacks to get a throw off against this Denver defense was just 2.51. So wow. they get there fucking fast. Really fast. So he's going to have to avoid that first hit. On his own, you know, Von Miller coming. He's gonna have to step up in that pocket and hope those other guys aren't crashing down on him. Yeah. Doesn't that mean? Doesn't that say that Stewart's gonna get a lot of care? They're gonna in that first quarter. Oh, you. They, they have are, to. They be are balanced. going to be running that ball. They have to say, "All right, come bring it at us." But if, if you give us a pocket, we're gonna be uh, past that secondary real fast. But they're also gonna be doing it in different ways. They're gonna be doing it through the read option and the triple option. They're gonna they're gonna find. Different ways to try to make Denver's defense overcommit one way or the other and try to open up running lanes either for Stewart or for Newton if he decides to hold on to the ball. Can we just say fuck this and I want to see both uh, linebacking classes just run the 40 against each other? Because <laughs> 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 those are two of the fastest linebacking cores in the NFL. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to see that. I just think it's an interesting sort of dynamic of this game. They can both move. And. Cam's not the fastest quarterback out there. Yeah, he's quick. He's a 4-5 guy. But he's, these other guys, these Von Millers and these Brandon Marshalls, they can all keep up with him. The question is whether they can bring him down That's in a one-on-one -on -one tackle situation outside of the pocket. I'm pretty sure, though, that Cam is, other than maybe an RG3, I think he is the fastest quarterback in the league. Russell's a little bit faster, actually. No. Yeah, he is. Really? It, yeah, it, it, you watch Cam run. And I remember, I remember the, and that superimposed image where it was like Kaepernick was right here, Cam was number one, Johnny Football was actually right there, um, Marcus, Luck was right Marcus there. Marcus Mariota is technically the fastest okay. right now. Yeah, that, that, that could be. That could yeah, be. that's true. It's well, true. how about a bell Who else wants something? I want a bicycle. A bicycle? Well... Mice will have to take a lot of balloons, and honestly, Uncle Jeremy's a little tired right now, so why don't we do something like, uh, let's say, a giraffe? I just want a bicycle! Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle, clown! <laughs> make me a bicycle, clown! <laughs> I've said that a few times. I don't know why. Uncle Jeremy? I guess that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Kids keep asking me weird things. Um, anyway. Now that's we'll, love. We'll, we'll that's love. It is. Oh, wear and tear. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing is that Cam does have some wear and tear on him, and he probably isn't as fast as he used to be. He's still quick, but it's his strength um, that, that gets him a lot more yards than just the speed at this point. Last week, or two weeks ago, I should say, what Denver did to that New England offensive line Putting Brady on his ass 20 times yeah. in a game. Most of any quarterback in any NFL game the entire season. They're obviously out for blood. You know, this Denver defense is not fucking around at all. They know they got to make up for a little bit of, you know, Manning's 
arm uh, lacking, whatever, you know, whatever it is, they know that they're going to carry them. And uh, believe me, they're going to be out for blood when it comes to Cam. They're not going to let this guy beat him. They didn't want to let Brady beat him. They, they're not going to let Cam beat him. I'm telling you, this Denver defense is just so vicious when it wants to be. It's tough to beat a defense when they are angry, when they are angry and determined to win a game for you. Ask the 85 Bears, ask the 2000 Ravens. Those, those types of defenses, when they get angry and know that they have to win the game, are tough to beat. Plain and simple. And this Broncos defense is exactly the same. Well, the thing is, though, too, what this game should come down to, if you're going to, if, if I, and I believe it, I believe that it, it is going to be about defense, right? So it's going to be who's going to win the turnover battle. And the, the difference for me is, unless Cam gets ahead of his skis and, and tries to do too much, being that maybe now this is the first close game that he's in, um, that he might turn the ball over or he might, you know, get a little loose with the ball. I just don't see that as much as I see if Peyton gets blindsided from somebody coming around the corner on him, that he's going to be the one that's going to throw the interception. He's going to be the one that's going to get a little bit of happy feet in there after he takes a couple hits because of his age, because of his hip problems, because of everything else that he's got going on. That's what worries me. So, you know, now if Pepper's offensive line is able to – Give him a solid pocket. He needs to have that solid pocket within the first two series of the game. The first two drives of their game, Peyton needs to be standing upright, not being touched. If that happens, wow, we got a hell of a game on our hands, and I think Denver's got a one hell of a chance to win the thing. Yeah, Have we point. even talked about Peyton Manning's hip? And the fact that he's going to need hip replacement surgery after the season? That just seems like one of the most telling facts that he's going to be done. I mean, look at all these, I guess they're all super athletic guys who have had, you know, hip replacement surgeries, the Bo Jacksons of the world. Never, look at how, never played, never never played, played football, football again. again. Yeah, I robbed him of everything he had. God, I remember, I remember the play. That Back then, oh, yeah. every, he was just, everything he did, just like, watch him, there's like, no, your eyes were glued, just give him the ball, and that player, like, yeah, it was Good God. God. Was most fun football player to watch of all time. Most, most, fun, di- most, most fun baseball player yeah. by and far. The <laughs> most disappointing injury that ever happened to a superstar in the prime of his career. Because yeah, we were all robbed of all the amazing things that he was going to do. Yeah. He would have been a guy that would have been a 10-time Pro Bowler and a 10-time All-Star. Yeah, uh, like, Ted Williams going off the war, I mean, in the prime of his career. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's it, Bo He's Jackson. so cool. I met him too, man. He's so humble. He's such a cool, normal guy. Bo? Uh, yeah, Bo. Sweet. Yeah, I met him then. Still lives here in, uh, in Illinois. Yeah. yeah. We, should cool. go, we should see if we can get him on the show sometime uh, and do some arrow hunting, bow hunting. With yeah, him. he's yeah. great. Yeah, he's fantastic. He loves that sort of shit. Uh, by the way, Bo knows bow hunting. I, I, I know that you, <laughs> Bo you mentioned know. this, in, you know, the injury by Manning, but I guarantee you, guarantee Half of the players in the Super Bowl are going to have surgery within three weeks of the Super Bowl ending. How many of them are having hip replacement surgery? I'm not talking about a little nip tuck in his knee. I'm yeah. talking about he's already had, his fucking hip. <laughs> I mean, he's already got an infused... Uh, I, almost called it a, I almost called it a cervix. Cervix. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Manning, at your cervix. <laughs> uh, well, the, the thing is, is that he's probably playing this game like it's his last. And you got to remember that, okay? When, when a guy goes out there knowing this is his last game, he's going to give it his all. He's going to throw it as hard as he can. He's going to do everything he possibly can. And this is a smart guy. This isn't like a haphazard guy who just, 
you know, wings it around there or whatever is dependent on his uh, mobility or dependent on his athleticism. He's dependent on his head. So what he's going to do is what he's done his entire career. He's going to go all out. I don't think that a, the hip replacement surgery that's coming up in a couple weeks is going to do the, you know hamper him that much because it's not like he's a mobile quarterback anyway. And he looked fine actually. He got away from a couple of uh, sacks a couple weeks ago better than I saw Brady get away. And everybody was saying it was weird. I listened on the radio. I was like, Tom Brady looks faster than he's ever looked. Are you kidding me? He, it looked like he was walking when he ran that eleven yard <laughs> that, that eleven yard run. He was walking basically. He's so slow. So it's, I, it's, I don't question, think it's going to matter. Can I ask a question. Who, I know all the guys and all of our listeners know that you've got all the guys because you're our, you're our ranking guy, or whatever. Who whose leg are you grabbing onto now that if Peyton hopefully wins or loses, whatever happens, he retires. Whose leg are you humping for the rest of these podcasts? Far. I mean, no, no, he's, he's got to be an active player. Who's gonna be? Who's um, gonna be your flop? Who are you flopping for for the rest of these shows next year? Who's he's your gonna guy? take one of your guys. It's suddenly no, gonna be. Give me no, your... It's gonna be like Brandon Cooks. He's like Brandon Cooks was always my guy. Uh, <laughs> that's true. I will say that, but I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him as long as he gives this kind of conviction. If he takes whatever player that I, I love I, and he has I this have, kind of conviction, you can have him. I have my guess. Who will be of all like the new young guns that are coming out? I, I think, knew it would have been a year ago. But I think you're going to be a Blake Bortles leg humper. Really? Oh, no, no chance. No, 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 no not, he- not heady enough, not cerebral enough for dog. If oh. you rem- well, th- yes, that's that's true. But if, oh, if you remember, I just came up with it <laughs> when we when we were at your place when he got drafted. I was I was the only one there, like saying, you know what? It may be a surprise, but I think you're it's right. actually a really good. Pick. You're right. I agree. You're, you did say that. Yeah. Derek Carr. I do, I, do I do like Carmen, like but yeah, I think it, it might be a uh, uh, Marcus. No, I, no, he doesn't he like, he like the Rutgers. I know he likes a hum- he likes a humble guy. He likes he's like a character guy. See, but that's what I'm saying. I like I look like like Blake though. I mean, he's got the wide receivers you know there. He, he's in the same division that Peyton was in for how many years? Do you know that something that didn't go up with no news? And I, I I'm actually shocked that I haven't mentioned this. I've been trying to get a hold of her, but you know that Bortles dumped. That girl, his girlfriend, no. he's not, I dumped her. She's out. She's he out. Dumped, he dumped her. She didn't dump him. Eh, no, I guess know. you're right. She <laughs> didn't dump him. I yeah, know. she dumped him. She's, she's with uh, Tail Mantile or whatever his name is. Well, he, he did it for a good You see his bro? You see his girl? Oh, my God. He's got a real dime right now. And she's real. She's real. <laughs> well, I, I think Blake broke up with her because... Don't ever leave me. Ever. Good. Because I find you. <laughs> she's a stage five clinger. Oh, my God. <laughs> stage five clinger. Holy cow. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, so, just sort of looking at the other positional mass-ups, I think you'll give the edge at wide receivers. You'll give those over you know, to the Broncos, unless there's something I'm missing on this... Carolina Panthers team. Uh, I think you'll give the edge to the tight end. I think you give that to the G-Reg, of course. Uh, if you want to debate Owen Daniels versus G-Reg, we can do that right now. Mm. I might have to slap you. No, <laughs> you know, you're going to get an argument from this guy. I mean, what about the offense? You know, they said, was it you that gave the stat that, uh, that Peyton Manning was running faster than uh, Owen, Owen Daniels? Daniels? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> love next-gen stats for those little nuggets you can pull out of there. But, uh, you know, Greg Olson's just 
he's the guy I'm rooting for in the Super Bowl. Him and Riverboat Ron. I mean, us being sort of Bear fans, you know, we've got that little bit of connection to those guys. I, what sort of connection do you have to the Broncos besides dogs uh, got Peyton Manning? But I don't have a connection. I went to, to KU. Those uh, Talib went to KU. So I think, he, I think he brought. I think he grabbed a couple of broads down some stairs there. But I did like. <laughs> Did like something I read today where he's like, you know what? I was. He, he said he was a seven player talent wise. He's a seven player. He said when he went over to the Patriots, he learned how to be a professional. And he's like, that t- my professionalism took me from a seven and took my talent and from a seven player to a nine player. And he's like, my goal is to be a ten player. Well, remember he, he was the fucking knucklehead when he was with the Buccaneers. Oh my god. I mean, he's a cr- yeah. he's criminal. He, yeah, he's, still, he's still a fucking knucklehead. Yeah, he's a criminal. The shit he tried to pull early in the season, trying to sticking the finger in that dude. Yeah. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. That's just... that. That's And that wasn't really that earlier in the season. That was like... That was like we, seven we, weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, You're talking offensive line, though? You know, this here's what's interesting. The Broncos quarterbacks, if you combine Brock and uh, Peyton when they were in there, they were sacked 39 times this season. Cam Newton was sacked 33 times this season. Yeah. So even for a guy as mobile and then everything as he is, you know, he had to be because there was pressure on him. I mean, so he's getting he's getting sacked Those stats twice a game. Those I stats are skewed with running quarterbacks because they they let it go and then they start running. It's and they not, go out of bounds one one yard short of the line of scrimmage. It's considered a sack. I get you. Uh, but the, what's going on? I mean, they're skewed in a couple different ways that it's it's hard to measure, but. That offensive line for Cam Newton, we thought it was going to be a big, big weakness, and it turned out, you know, 33 is on the lower end of sacks nowadays. With, with the, it is, actually. I mean, let's. Just, I think the average of the season was like 42 sacks allowed by Yeah, I was going to say 39 isn't even all that much uh, nowadays. So you have good offensive lines. Used to be, but. Matching up against great defenses here, yeah. so. Yeah, I, the Carolina Panthers don't have nearly the pass yeah, rushers uh, that. You know the Denver Broncos have, but you know the tackles. And, I don't know. I'm still not sold on the blindside guy unless uh, Kenia's gonna write in and you know give me something that we should all you know respect this offensive line. But you know, is Greg Olson gonna be the the difference maker? Are they gonna play? Because there's plays uh, last week against Gronk where they're playing Chris Harris Jr. on him. Yeah. Where they're playing Akeem Tlaib on Gronk. So these are the type of guys, they might be throwing a couple of their top corners at him. And in addition to TJ Ward, who, depending on his health, uh, and Stewart, depending on his health, uh, you know, and Brandon Marshall. There's well, a, a, Greg Olson is going to see a lot of different defenders. Well, he will, but here's I, I'll give you one step that I don't want to say it's going to make a difference because I think that Denver's defense is versatile enough to be able to cover for it, especially against a team like Carolina. But of all the defenses of like these last four, actually these last eight teams, nah, I don't know, we'll, we'll leave it on four. I don't know about eight. The last four teams that were in the playoffs here, you know, New England, Arizona, Carolina, and Denver, obviously. Only one part of any of those defenses was in the bottom half against a certain position. And that's Denver against tight ends. They were in the bottom half of the league against tight ends. And that's the only part. I mean, their pass defense is incredible. Number one against uh, wide receivers. They're number one against uh, quarterbacks. You know, and and, uh, against rushing, they're really good as well. But against tight ends... They were like uh, 11th from the bottom. Well, look what Gronkowski did against them. Yeah, eventually. 
He was yeah. shut down for a while there, but eventually he broke through against him. If Olsen doesn't kind of falter, like he, he also kind of tends to do in the playoffs, uh, if he doesn't falter, if he gets open the way he normally does, then yeah, he might make a difference. I thought he would make a difference last week. I mean, he, he did have a, a good game. It didn't really matter because I kicked the shit out of the Cardinals. And when I say last week, I always mean two weeks ago. But I don't know. Denver Denver does have a versatile enough defense, especially against a team like this Carolina offense, where they don't have to maybe worry about Cotchery all that much. Who is going to be starting and will be out there more than a Funches? Who will be out there more than, maybe not more than a, a, a Corey Brown or a Philly Brown, whatever you want to call him. But they don't really have to worry about him all that much. They can put their third best, you know, defender on Peanut, him and throw some of the best guys on Olsen. They Peanut, don't have to worry about it all that much. Peanut Tillman said that he thought the best receiver in the game was a Kachery. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> good buddy. He's a good buddy. Good friend. Okay. Well, <laughs> trying to get him. Tillman up. also grew up in the league watching Bears receivers. <laughs> Says something. Okay. Yeah, he was the best receiver that I've ever played with. Right after he got off the Bears. Yeah. Good, good call. So. Birdie and. Don't he gave us a legacy. You make it sound like a cult, okay? And from everything you've told me about Chaz, he sounds like a kook. You bite your tongue. Chaz Reinhold is not a kook. He is a brave and a decent man. He is a pioneer. He lived with his mother till he was 40. She tried to poison his oatmeal. Erroneous! Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! <laughs> Here's an interesting stat, though, when you're looking at defenses, though, for these teams. They're both very similar when it comes to uh, force fumbles and fumble recoveries. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they were within like one or two of each other. But as vaunted as this Denver secondary is, 14 interceptions on the season. True. And the Panthers have 24 interceptions. So it's just, and again, this is what we've seen down the stretch for Carolina. It's, it's been their defense that has been causing the turnovers and taking them to the house. What was the difference in sacks? How many sacks does the, do the Broncos' defense have compared to Carolina? Uh, okay, so I'm interested the in that sack one. total for uh, was 44 for uh, Carolina, and Denver had 52. Okay, so, so that's that's eight, eight eight more passes that might have been wobbly uh, that that the Carolina um, you know could have caused or whatever. By getting a pass rush on, but not quite getting there enough. Well, for but no, here's the unfortunate thing: I don't have the the stat of hurries, which would give you that more of an accurate reading on that. So, I don't, what's I the don't prop bet on a pick six for uh, Luke? Well, Luke or for anyone? I mean, well, Luke doesn't he have three on the year. Getting back to something real quick, um, Derek Carr's right there for me. You were talking about who's going to take over that uh, that role for me. Derek Carr's right there, but. I, I have mentioned him a million times. It's unfortunate he was injured for most of the year, so I didn't get a lot of uh, Luxky. luck. That's why I said. That's why I said. If it was a year ago, I know exactly who it was. But yeah. it's been a weird. Yeah, it's it, luck, it was luck, a weird luck, year. Yeah, luck's your guy, but yeah, yeah luck, luck, luck was my guy from the get go, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I still think he can come back and, and take that team places. So, keep, so you hear? Heard it, it, here, guys. He's, he's locked in on luck. I'm yeah, not no, no. We can have Carr, we can have Marcus, we can have all these guys. I do love my car James? though. Car is right there. I've been talking that guy up all year too. My car. What about my car. What, <laughs> so Luke Keekley is plus six hundred with yes and minus uh twelve hundred for a no, so yeah, I don't know what that means to be That means if you bet it, uh, uh, uh you If I put fifty a hundred bucks on it. Then you only win on if he doesn't get a touchdown. You only win. 
God, I'm not good at the back thing. You, know. you made I it sound like you knew what it meant. I understand what it is when it's like if the plus six. If you bet 100, uh, you would win 120 on no. Right. So you only win you, 20 bucks. And then if you bet uh, um, yes, yeah. you get 600. 600. So it's six to one odds on on uh, if he if he does score, and it's what do they call that one? Don't day. ask me outlandish ass questions. Me oh, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, I might bet on that one. I can see it happening. It's Captain uh, Fucking America. Do, do you really think? Do you think that Carolina's game plan is going to be to rush Peyton hard? I don't think so. Well, I think that they're. Here's the thing. I think that you do want to put pressure on Peyton because you just don't want to. You know that he's going to implement a short pass game. I don't think that you're going to be bringing. I don't expect to see uh, a lot of quarterback or or safety blitzes. I do not expect to see that. But I, I do expect you to see them rushing some linebackers in there on him. Um, you know, trying to put pressure on him that way. But they're not fearful. I just don't think that they're very fearful of what Denver's running game is because Ronnie Hillman doesn't scare anybody. The guy takes one hit and he goes down. C.J. Anderson is going to be the guy that has to take the load, and they're going to have if they're going to win this game. Denver had better give C.J. Anderson twenty plus touches in this game. They better give him closer to twenty five touches in this I, game. I would agree with that. And I the thing is, that. I think if they're going to be running blitzes, it's going to be run blitzes. It's not going to be all correct. Blitzes. It's going to be run blitzes where they're covering holes and uh, making sure that C.J. can't get through anywhere or get around the outside. Either way, I, I don't see them trying to pressure Peyton because first. Manny has probably, if not the uh, quickest release in the entire game. Second of all, he's also the headiest. <laughs> I was waiting for him finally to go, Peyton might have the worst arm in the I thought we were finally going to get one negative out of him, but he goes, he went quickest release. I love you, dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. <laughs> the worst arm might be true as well, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but, but the, I mean, the thing is, what's the point, though? You might as well either... Use the linebackers as linebackers uh, to cover off that run, you know, to, to keep C.J. Anderson in, in tow, to keep Ronnie Hillman from doing anything, any damage against you. Because if, you, if you've been watching Manning all year, you don't think that he can do any real damage against you, which he probably can't, especially if you got, if you, if you got Josh Norman on Demarius Thomas. You're talking about Emmanuel Sanders, has to, Emmanuel Sanders and Owen Daniels have to beat you. Right, but again, I think that what you're going to see again, uh, what Carolina's done a lot of in these playoffs, they're going to play a lot of the zone defense. Yeah, and that's, yeah. and that's going to be okay, Peyton, with your quick release. Let's see what your arms are going to do because you're going to have to pinpoint inside that zone, hitting the exact spots. And and I just think that's where I think that uh, Carolina's done a good job after they lost Peanut Tillman. You don't have that. Everyone's like, oh, well, you'll be able to expose. Look what Arizona's going to be able to do with all their wide receivers, and they're going to be able to exploit Carolina's secondary. They didn't. They didn't have a chance. So I, I just I, I just I don't I don't know that I buy it, and and that's why I'm having a hard time really getting behind trying to get well, energized by Paul, by Denver. In this Paul Palmer tried to throw it 15 plus yards like 30 times. And he got picked off like five of them. Yeah, it's just a dumb ass call against a zone like that. Trying to throw it long distances when you're under pressure and you got a zone back there. You just can't pinpoint that far of a pass in a zone situation when you're under pressure. It just but I also work. worry about we talk about with well, all the drops with Demarius Thomas and you so, have. <laughs> did I steal your thunder on oh, this? Oh yeah, you motherfucker! <laughs> with all the drops by Demarius Thomas, this is one of those things where you're throwing in the zone. He's going he's to have the other guy that's coming across the middle, and now he's. He's going to start maybe thinking about things, and that's a tip ball. All you get is a tip ball, it's picked off. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, are you, Go ahead, are you, are you saying that you're depending on Demarius dropping balls for you to win? No, not depending okay. on I'm saying, But counting that might be something that's going to happen. Well, to help you win. It's, it happens to have happened a couple of games now. Carolina 
It's and a, you know what? It, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Carolina's been like a half zone, half man team all season, anyways. That's how they sort of run their defense. Like every time there's motion, you know Carolina's suddenly going to be in you know zone coverage. I've said that. That's what happened with Julio. That's how you know how you were able to exploit matchups against these guys. Uh, the question is, you know, are they going to use Emmanuel Sanders in the slot a lot? Like, how are they going to be able to use motion to open up Demarius Thomas? How are they going to be able to use that screen game? The one thing Peyton was good at, arm strength or not, has been, you know, putting the ball in a good spot. Uh, he's been able to just sort of float it right over zones and just True. put it right where it needs to be. He's always been pretty good at that, you know, and it, you know, watching it last week or two weeks ago, that, that has not, you know, sort of diminished. He was able to sort of pick parts of the zone. So you've got a zone blitz to get him off his spot and get him off timing. Or you've got to run some press man and make those receivers beat you on their own. Make Peyton make you know tight, tight, tight window throws in order to do it. So uh, whatever sort of defense they run, it's not going to be perfect just to say... Hey, if you run a zone, he's gonna make perfect throws. But same thing with man; like he's just gotta make efficient throws. He knows how to do that. They've got to get Demarius on some slants, get Demarius on some screens. Same thing with sort of Emmanuel Sanders, and then you know a little bit with getting Owen Daniels down the seam right in front of those safeties, and they'll be able to make plenty of uh, sort of just little throws there. But Kania had something funny to say. The last last touchdown pass both Tony Romo and Carson Palmer threw this season were to Luke Keekley. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, you said something very telling in there that I guarantee you, if Carolina's smart, they'll understand. Peyton Manning knows where to put it. Okay, I mean, he he may not be able to hit things as quickly as he used to because of that arm strength, but he knows where to put it. If they think they're going to outhead him. If they think that they're going to disguise a defense against him, they got another thing coming. Okay, they they better have a, a better game plan than trying to. But they don't do trick that. Peyton Manning. They don't trick anybody. They're not sitting there trying to be like, oh, we're in man now, we're in zone. We're you know they're not running the amoeba defense where they have nine guys standing up or anything. They line up and say, this is what we're running. We're better than you. We're going to beat you with it. That's what I'm saying is that that they if they're going to do that, they're going to have to beat Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders every time. Well, I think, but good. you want to know how you beat those guys? You pound them and you knock their ass into the ground. And then you make them think about holding on to that ball or what's coming across the middle the next time that they go across the middle. There's because, no question. Both those yeah. guys are a little bit uh, light in the loafers. There's no, I mean, they're, they're awesome receivers, top 15 guys. You can guys take them off position, the game, though. But they're a little bit soft. I think this is so awesome to hear about this. Like, this is a great battle. There's so many, there's so many yings and yangs, and there's so many positives and negatives that. You just don't know which one's going to come out in that game. Remember two weeks ago, before we before we were talking about the Broncos and the Patriots game, we said the Broncos better get that party started early. And what did they do? They got the party started early. Oh, yeah. If the Broncos had gotten, if it had been the roll reverse and the Patriots were able to get those 10, 14 points out, Broncos are dead in the water. So it's the same kind of thing there where I think can. Old man Manning, and even though how amazing that defense is, can they keep up with that high-powered Newton? It's too deep into the season. We are in the 22nd week of the NFL to be talking about how shitty the wide receivers are for the the Panthers when they're the number one offense. They literally have been lighting everyone up to the point where the game's over in the first frigging quarter. It's true. So if that 
I hope, because I want it to be a great game first and foremost. But if you're sitting there and Cam and this far and they get off to a 10 point, a 14, 17, or what they usually do, a 21 point lead in the first quarter, this thing is done and I'm going to be one of those little ladies that's more worried about the commercials. I'm going to be one of those people who's going to be like, where are my squares? Where are my squares? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to be that regardless. Here's the thing though about Carolina, the last three games away from home have been lackluster. Yeah. I, I mean, they allowed... Uh, 38 points uh, to the you know New Orleans Saints yep. and won 41 to 38. Uh, and then they that was an awesome lost game. to Atlanta. Uh, well, then they played the uh, New York Giants 38-35. You know that was a bad team that nearly beat them. And then they lost to Atlanta in their final you know away game of the season and only scored 13 points. So people have been able to sort of light their defense up when they're not playing in Carolina, huh. when they don't get jumped on early, uh, when they don't have to sort of get one-dimensional and try to play a full-on passing attack when you're down 21 nothing after and, fucking 10 minutes if you don't game. think San Francisco is more of a home to Denver than it is to Carolina, you're sorely mistaken. That's going to be a very pro-Denver crowd. But yeah. the other thing is a lot more weed smokers. <laughs> Two of those teams you mentioned... We're division rivals, though, who see Carolina twice a year, every year, and have seen Cam for the last few years. So, I, you know, I'm just, we'll see. True. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, in, in this type of a game, it's, it's all going to come down to, and you're going to, we're going to learn a hell of a lot in the first series. Who is, who's overamped? Who's really more into the, into the game and, and letting the game come to them? And who's trying to force things to happen? It's, I, I, you know what, this is, like, uh, we, 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 I talked about it with uh, Carolina, and I just saw them as, like, just being these darlings that get these, I don't know, fate. I hate using the word fate, but it just seemed like fate was on their side to get to their Super Bowl. It seemed the same way with Manning. It seemed the same, you know, with Denver. It's, it's tough to call when both teams look kind of fated to win this one. I mean, it's you could go in and out on any sort of situation, anything you want to. Carolina call looks a little more faded to win this, though. It, it, Does it with, that, with Manning with that, in his last hurrah, fiftieth World Series, possibly win the two hundredth game? The only I thing mean, I can say about that Manning, the numbers say from cold hard football facts that Manning is the has had the worst season of any quarterback ever to be in the Super. Bowl. Worse than Trent Dilfer, yeah. one who was second worst. Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. Yeah. Fuck it, just chuck it. Rex yeah. Grossman. Yep. So, Missed that. And game. the other connection was he lost to Peyton Manning. Yeah, but <laughs> both, did both of those guys go interceptionless in the playoffs, which is what Manning has done? I hate to know. say it, man. <laughs> listen, he had a bad regular season. It was terrible. When, when, when it came time to do it, he did it in the, seven, in the 17th week. Got, whatever, he got them to the head of the playoffs where they had home field advantage. He got it done in the first two playoff games, and that's what matters. Plain and simple. He came into that second yeah, half yeah, of the second, game, right, right. Yeah, and right. he won the game for him. And right, right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, when it mattered, that's when he did it. You could do that. Uh, Peyton Manning also is only completing about 54% of his passes in the playoffs and has only thrown two touchdowns. We know what's happening with this. Man. This is awesome. <laughs> Here's one sure. thing I will say. Sure. Did you guys know there's never been overtime in the Super Bowl? Yeah. I did not know that. Because usually we get blowouts in the Super Bowl. It's because Vinatieri <laughs> pretty much yeah, uh, is, is, yeah. is helped that out. But isn't that crazy? Doesn't that seem crazy. like uh, something? 
I think this hit fifty is be the fiftieth one, and I also think single overtime game. I'm excited to see what happens in this one too, because of the fact that now that we have the extra points being from the 33 33 yard field goal kick uh, for the extra point, that's going to play a different role. We might see uh, more two point conversions than we've ever seen before, or at least attempted in in the Super Bowl, especially when the team falls behind. Now you're going to be going for it in these different ways. I love it too because it messes everything up for squares, gives everyone that has the stupid ones and. And and, uh, awesome. and uh, seven or not sevens, seven but like zeros. weird numbers. Yeah, those numbers aren't going to be like the the, the gold uh, standard to, to win everything. Last week, five two would have won. <laughs> five two. <laughs> I mean, that's just unheard of to win a, any sort of squares. Five two. That's it. Uh, anyway, Belichick got out coached. By the way. Well, and, happened, and, and that, the out, dynamic out, that you're talking about. Or he out coached himself, basically. Yeah. Well, the dynamic you're talking about with the kicking is what got it. What got him? The yeah. fact that you know uh, uh, should have kicked the field goal. What's the, the kicker's yeah, name? Uh, Guskowski. Guskowski uh, had missed it. Missed, missed that one. Then he should have gone for the field goal because they're down. It's just like they should have gone for it, another that one. That element in that game alone mm-hmm. with the the guru, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Bill Belichick. New rules that, are fucking uh, yeah. okay. So here's the here's the next part we have to discuss yeah, before we balls. before we get close to the end of this thing. <laughs> Whose sphincter is going to get tighter? Is it going to be Riverboat Ron, or is it going to be Gary Kubiak? And I will tell you this. I have a feeling that I like, if I'm choosing why coaches... Do, why do you have a finger up like this? Because it's the tight sphincter. Because you can only fit a pinky up that sphincter. So, <laughs> I'm telling you this. Sit on I, it. I, I will tell you. Sit on it and spin. I will take my, about your love life. I will take my chances. <laughs> Easy, Kanye. Easy, Kanye. It says a lot yeah. about mine, then, too. <laughs> no, no, it says more about we yours know, when you're playing the best. We know we're more of the anal guys on this side. Dog Manic is one of the few Jewish anal guys in the world. Cut! Cut! Even Kanye said, hey, I stay away from that whole area. No, no more blips. You're, you're missing out, Kanye. Blips. You got Kimye. You're missing out. Get in there. I'm just saying, I think that when you're looking at it in, in these games, though, in, in a Super Bowl game, you got to be willing to take chances, right? You know that Ron Rivera, Rivera will take chances. Absolutely. Right. I... You look at the history of, of Gary Kubiak and all the years that he was in Houston. When did he ever really take any chances? He always wants to run a very conservative type of a game. You got to throw it all out at this time at this time of the year, and you got you're playing for one game. Weird things. What wins games? Was it? How did Sean Payton do it? Yeah. Was the onside kick that beat Payton Manning? That's right. You have to come up with different weird ways and and, and just. Throw a wrinkle in there. What was the game that won it last year for the Patriots? Edelman flip. <laughs> was that against Denver? The Edelman uh, pass that he no, had in the last? Yeah, I think it did beat no. them to move on. No, that, that was, was Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. That was Baltimore, yeah. But I agree. that All those kind of... What did the Bears... What did the... Didn't... The Colts do something special against the Bears that caught us off guard that year we lost. Didn't they ask like kick us I, also? I, I, I'm thinking they might have. Maybe I'm just thinking of that uh, that Saints game where they they sh- shucked them uh, right out of the. Anyway, it's 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 not Kubiak going to uh, Kubiak's not going to be running this offense. Uh, Manning's going to they're going to give him carnage. <laughs> I love it. You you know it. I'm sorry. The dude's going to go to the line and you think he's going to look over and be like, "What should I do, Gary?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I've got a game I'll, I'll, run a, I'll run a draw, buddy. He's going to say, he's gonna say uh, Gary, you want me to do what? Show that with the Dalai Lama, jackass.
<laughs> I'm running my own offense. Gary? Well, they haven't been able to run the ball with the Peyton Manning offense, so they better go a little bit Gary Kubiak style. Let's get into some of these exotic prop bets. So what do you say, guys? What do you got? How many times over under on two dabs being said in the telecast? Said or done? Yeah, said. By the announcers. Over. Wait, what? who's calling this game? It's white it's... announcers. They're going to try Sims, and be hip. Phil Sims is not going to say dab. He will never say dab. Who's yeah. They'll try and be Nance, right? And if he says dab, Nance. he will say it wrong. He'll say dub. Like he'll say like dank and dunk. <laughs> I say over. <laughs> I, I'm over on the two as well. They'll try to be hit. Over under on the two. God, I'm they, do they have, have an over under on how many idiot statements Phil Sims is going to make? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you can put it down. Every word on that. he says is, is moronic. I can't believe Phil Sims is doing this. <laughs> they did like a rating I saw of like all the they ranked all the all time uh, uh, Super Bowl announcers. Phil Sims represented the bottom three. Yeah. <laughs> His pairings with different people. He's the I worst. Did. I just I can't believe he's doing it. <laughs> just, well, go on. Let's go out smart. Well, should we uh, should we actually make some bets on these and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> come on. There's it took a while to get paid for the last one, so there's, there, there's a lot. Have, have you been paid by him? No. There's a lot. So have you? Have you? No. So why are you, why are you picking on no, me? There's a life. There's a lifetime. You got your money. Here. There's a lifetime of, of, of money to be to be paid out. Doesn't mean it has to happen immediately. <laughs> okay. How about how many times will Cam Newton do the uh, Superman motion? Two point five, or is the over under? I'm going under. I'm going under. I think two touchdowns though for him. Oh well, two. I'm two. going on. I'm going under. I like the under on that one too. Uh, so how about Left Shark making an appearance on the stage during the Super Bowl? Who? I hope Left so. Shark. I Remember hope that so. Stupid thing with Katy Perry last year. If okay, I... here, even money. Ted Ginn drop a pass? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm on the no side this time. <laughs> Really? But I would like to see... I think they need to run him a couple times. They're, they need to get the ball in his hands. Well, you that saw it. That's how he scored. But yeah. He scored just on that run play, though. That two weeks was ago. insane, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And that was ridiculous. He's, yeah. got, he's got some moves. Uh, how, how many buff, How many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell? Over 12 million or under 12 million? Over, baby. Come on. That's a you lot said of it's money. wings, baby. Wings. I know. But the Buffalo Wild Wings, are those even good? They're the most popular wing shop How about this? There it's nowadays. not about that. It's I'm about you're in Chicago where you have choices. When you're out in the middle of nowhere, you only got Buffalo Wild Wings. I need I'm more. I, I, I can't. I, I just have to push this one. I don't know enough about the stores, the movement, the vibe. <laughs> 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 Take this stuff seriously. Real seriously. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to do my research. Got, do my okay, research. How many times will the Golden Gate Bridge be shown during the, t- the broadcast? I like What's that. What's the over? Half. A half? Oh, they're showing it at least once. What do you mean? A half? Oh, they, they're saying it only that's, what, that's the whole campaign. It's it's a two hour south of there. Over. That's a win. Easily over. I, I Wait, agree with you guys, right? Yeah. Wait, you can bet that I, one in Vegas that it's a half? I would have yeah. I would have thought that would have been I'm a in. one and a half. I would have thought it would be one and a half. It's in Santa Clara. I All mean, right, so, <laughs> that's well, so that's okay. They don't they don't know that. Do they okay, do they have anything on Fisherman's Wharf being shown? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what else we got. Uh how many times, or will they at all, mention that Kubiak was John Elway's backup during the broadcast? Okay, well, I, I, I think that's a, a yeah. It's Nance, a, it's at least Nance is definitely going to mention it once. I think that's a yeah, right? Like, mention it every time I've ever, I've ever watched it. Just yes or no. 
Oh, yes. Yes Yes. is plus 120. Uh, Will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? Yes. Yes. His accuracy this season was 96%. What's his accuracy in the postseason? 65%. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, that's just a surprising thing. Everybody talks a lot of crap about Mike Carey, but... You know, all he's allowed to do is give his opinion. He's, he's got no lifeline to these guys. He doesn't hear what they're talking about. He doesn't hear what their opinions on it are. He's just giving you what he would call it as. Calm and, down, Dogmatica, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, how yeah. about this? Which song will Coldplay play first during the halftime show? That's Inven- D-Rex. I don't even know. I, I, know. I don't know. Songs. I won't be listening. <laughs> Adventure of a Lifetime <laughs> plus 200. Fix You plus 350. Uh, a sky full of stars plus four fifty. Viva La Vida plus five hundred. Clocks plus seven fifty. Uh, head full of dreams plus a thousand. Plus a thousand. <laughs> it's that one. It's head full of dreams. It's the first song off their new album. Okay. But then they're gonna go off and they're gonna they're gonna do one song off their new album. You'll win a lot of there. money if it's head full of dreams. <laughs> it's gonna be that because it's it's actually boy or girl catchy song. Boy or girl first kid when uh, Carolina scores Ooh. to get the ball. Girl. Ooh. I'm on team boy. Girl makes the money, boy. Yeah. The girl probably got left at home. The boy, the dad. I know. I just think there's going to be some. What's the one picture that everyone remembers? That that little girl who with the oh when Cam gave her the ball. So I'm I'm going girl. Yeah. I do want to give a quick shout out. Is it the little girl going yeah, or is it the little boy? It's it's about twenty little kids that all run down to the to the, to the spot where the end zone because yeah, they know who's the shy one, the, the little girl, or the little boy. As long as you're I have a feeling at the Super Bowl, there's they're like kids, you're staying at home. The daddy and his <laughs> daddy and his uh, frat buddies are going to the game <laughs> for six G's a ticket. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> how much? How much? Too how much on a, remember this for How much thing. on a, a little person uh, posing as a child to get the? Uh, you're so plus you minus a thousand, <laughs> ten times what you'd give. You didn't like that. That's, uh, I hope you put your bike question. over, not the two bike keep out. You selfish son of a bitch. Play it again. That was for me. That was against me for saying that. I hope you flip your bike over, not the two front teeth out. You selfish son of a bitch. I actually really liked it. It could happen. <laughs> if it did happen, you would. Uh, you. I clean up. You're a genius. That's a great ten dollar bet. I mean, come on. What about? Here's a good one. I, I really like this one. Will Cam Newton break the Super Bowl record for most rushing yards by a QB? Uh, the record is 64 by Steve McNair in, what is that, 36? Uh, Super Bowl 36 or 39, one of the two. Uh, Should have been Kaepernick in his Super Bowl, idiot. Most rushing yards by a QB? Yes. 64 up, or higher or lower? Higher. I'm gonna say lower. I'm gonna say lower. I'm on lower too because He's Cam Newton lower. only rushed for over 65 yards twice on the season. Yeah, but one was He's 100 yard. One game. was a 100 yard game, and the other one was for 76 back in week two yep. against Houston. Is there one that you had there that I liked? Uh, that was the uh, who's gonna have more uh, Curry three point shots or uh, catches by uh, Olson? Oh, I'm on Team Curry all day. He dropped seven in the first quarter last night. God, that guy's. What do you think? With like 11? eleven? How many times are they going to show? How many times are they going to show him? Is that one of them? Most, yeah. most yards. Most there. yards Denver gave up all season to a quarterback was Luck, who had thirty-four. You're talking about getting thirty more yards. Yeah. I, you got to bust. You got to bust. You got to bust one big I, run. I think, yeah. I think he can do. Okay, so here's some interesting ones about the front office. Dad's John Fox. How, over one. Or under one, will John Fox be mentioned during the uh, the broadcast? I think that's going to be over. I don't think John Fox gets a mention. 
Really? Both both teams had him and fired him. Oh, that's true. Well, that's a great point. But they haven't talked about it too much. I think it's about, uh, it's about the teams that are there they'll now. They'll do it because they'll, they'll talk about how the adversity, the Peyton's come. They'll go dogmatica style uh, with Gase being gone and Fox being gone, learning a new system, and here we're back again. They'll mention him. Plus, you got to talk about the Super Bowl that happened just two years ago yeah. where John Fox was the coach. So I think you at least get in one or two. You got it. What, mean, what's the over-under on that? Over at one. So it's it's even at one? Yeah. I don't I, the, I'll concede he might get one. He ain't getting two mentions. Oh, all right. How about Archie Manning? Over or under 1.5 times being shown? Shown. Ooh. Being shown. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Oh. God. Yeah. Now, because now, Eli's going to be with him there, too. So uh, you'll have the whole Manning Who family. Twice? I'm going over. Yeah, me too. I think I'd go you over. You can go over, especially if you're considering a win. Because if they win, they'll show them early, and then they'll yeah. show them again afterwards. Absolutely. So. Especially, I mean, you just might see them, depending on where they're sitting, if they're sitting with the owners. Like, they will show them automatically if he's with Eli. They'll show them once, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Dad dad and brother, mm-hmm. whatever, all that stuff. If there's anything going on where Denver's winning or whatever, they'll be shown again. It's a definite. So it's, I don't know. It, if they're winning at all, they'll be shown twice. All right, and finally... How many times will John Elway be shown? 2.5 uh, over is even, and under 2.5 is minus 140. Over. Well, that's a lot of times to see John Elway, but I have to agree with you. 2.5, it's over on this. In this one, it's over. Does it, when they show that uh, that Bronco with the buck teeth that's on, outside the stadium, that little statue, is that conceivably <laughs> considered uh, <laughs> John Elway? <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, John. I'm fried. Soft mattress? Yeah, that could have been it. It could have been the soft mattress, or it could have been the midnight rape, or the nude gay art show that took place in my room. One of those probably added to the lack of sleep. Try one of these scones. You're going to love them. I'm a little too traumatized to have a scone. Scone? Scone. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's about all I got, man. That's That's all you got? That's about all of them. All right, I think we've got a pretty good show here. Let's talk a little bit more about the game, and then we can close this little party out. It's a good, uh, good Super Bowl 50 friggin' pod kiggity cast. You're taking who you're taking. You're taking, where are you watching the game? Uh, my cousin's place. We have, For the last seven years, we've got the big 65-inch uh, television. Tons of I can't I don't know if we're doing Lou Malnati's for this one or we're doing Italian beef or if we're doing wings. We've done it's always something different. Why every don't we year. do all of them? Well, oh, that's, one that's, of each. That's rolling your arteries into uh, into the hospital on that one. Better, better, be- be- better to do. There's worse ways to go. There's worse, worse, worse ways to you're go. Missing, if you're gonna miss work, at least you got a good excuse. Uh, I always, I'm always a fan of the lose, but uh, the Italian beefs were one hell of a. That was that was a good. Oh, one. It sounds that good. Was, that was good. We had a nice. We had a, a nice little post. Our last podcast, you were here. Um, that little post, my pie pizza was pretty good time. So Delicious. Yeah, that was legit. Good uh, grief. Steve. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing for the Super Bowl. I like to be flexible. It just gives you so many options on the day. So if you don't feel like leaving your fucking bed. You can do that, depending on how weird you get on Saturday night. You know, you can sort you're sort of got all the options open for you. You could watch it in your room, you can go over you know, your mom's, your family's, you can go over to your friend's place, you can sort of text all your friends, see who's got the best food and go over there. You can make a couple stops at halftime. You can hit one place for the first half, one place for the second half. But here here's the key though. Whatever you do, if you're a guy and you got and you got a, a girl with you that you're going with 
Make sure that if you're going where they have, you know, all the, all the guys and girls are together. Because here's how it works out. Go to a place like where I'm going. They got four TVs. All right? Girls, you want to go watch your commercials or do it? Yeah, they can go over there. We're watching the game in here. And, and we get serious about it. Because... <laughs> That, that game, uh, you know, there's been a couple pretty good games. Last year was phenomenal. It's going to be hard to top last year's Super Bowl uh, coming down to the, to the last play of the game. So Wasn't it that the, that the first time ever that the Patriots only won for, they were only winning for like two seconds in the game? Yeah. Seven seconds or 14 seconds in the game? That, that, no, I don't know if that sounds right. Uh, <laughs> but... Houdini, you sound like you know what, you, know you, what? Sa- you soon to sound like a newlywed because I have a feeling next year, after you're married, honey, I'm going over here to watch football with my friends. Like, actually, okay, have fun. Actually, I don't, hey, be I don't care- want to watch games. Um, be careful. I think it's the opposite. Damn you! I almost nunchucked you. You don't even realize. Be careful. And Valverde. What the fuck do you want? I'm John Beckwith. I'm friends with Jeremy Gray. Damn it, why didn't you say so? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. Um, she actually went to me. Do I have to go to the Super Bowl party this year? I go, what do you mean do you have to go? It's a party. Of course you're going. You, she didn't even want to go? No. Such a, oh my God. Like, Do I have to go? No. Stay home. Do the laundry. Do the dishes. And pull it together. <laughs> Clean this shithole up. I'll be home when I get home. <laughs> Stay <laughs> off my Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> don't check and don't check the one file on my computer that's called really dirty hot shit. <laughs> and that's a smart way to, to label something on your computer. Yeah. That's, you want to know how I label it? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> touches it. No one ever wants to touch it. They think it's going to stick with them forever. Oh, Inside that folder called gay is just like literally 13 years of the greatest porn you've ever seen. I, I used to be a member of Suicide Girls. I used to be a member of the friggin' Bang Brothers. I used to be a member of Oh God! Oh boy! Let's end it here. I, and on that note, I'm going. <laughs> let's end it. I'll be at BW Three's getting the 12 million up over. Let's do it. You're gonna be the deciding factor. No, I'll be. I'll be Blab. in the conference, but I'm we have a good time. We do it always. We do it year round, every week. Fantasy football. We got another show, which is the Pyro Podcast Light that Mo does. He's actually done two interviews with. Uh, some uh, super stud guys, uh, a FanDuel fella, and then also Matt Harrison from League Safe this week. Uh, we're going to be posting those tomorrow. Uh, we got a content piece going up tomorrow about some a couple of our first favorite things to do this offseason leading into it. We're killing it all the way around. We're going to be doing blabs weekly all the time. Stags, good luck with your workout, buddy. Later, boys. Yep. Dogmatica. Good stuff. I hope, I hope you and your boy Manny make it happen. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Okay, this brother. is the first of many. We're going to get it going. Cheers, brother. Uh, Stay. You want to go out and drag? Thanks so much. Drag race? No. Not drag. You fucked <laughs> <laughs> and, and to close out here, uh, so... Uh, those of you on Blab, you missed, yeah, our, you missed our intro song, but... Uh, you're going to get the closer, because so we, we do. Uh, it we was do beer and music as well. Chop Teeth. This is a uh, Afro beat band from Washington, D.C. Uh, phenomenal. 
We opened with uh, Barra. They're, they're current. They're current. current. Okay. Uh, their opener was No Condition is Permanent, and we're going to close with Struggle, because that's what this game's going to be. It's going to be a struggle. We love you guys. Thank Peace you. out. Peace. Welcome to the party, Blab. Struggles to rubble, struggles to
Environmental is also a, a hunter. It's kind of an interesting combination. I hunt quail, Jeremy. They're overpopulated in this region, and they're decimating the grub room population. You got a fucking problem with that? Not nearly as much as I do with the uh, attire that you have on, or just your general point of view towards everybody. But let's go kill some birds. I'm psyched. What is wrong with you? What do you mean, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? No, what's wrong with you? No, what's wrong with you? You're projecting. Drop it. You drop it. You stop projecting on me. Why don't you go enjoy yourself while I go ice my balls and spit up blood? Drop it! Team player.